Ooh, it's us, the ghosts of the past, here to present you the Game Awards. This is what ghosts do with their fingers. This is how you know they're dead. Ghosts don't have fingers, Ben. We've talked about this. Ghosts have fingers, They do not have fingers. They have all the fingers, in fact. When you die, you know how you see the, the, the boo ghost in a, a sheet? And that, that's a good, they're actually giant fingers. <laughs> the rest of you goes on, but uh, your yes. fingers remain. Your digits grow, and they creep you out. <laughs> see? Casper, he's a, he's a thumb. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. Casper's a thumb. <laughs> but this is Hack the Diner, the gaming cast. We bring, 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 bring you the past, present, and future of video games news, previews, and remix discussions. I am Ben Rosenthal, one half of uh, the world's greatest monsters. That's right. We're a tag team. We're here to um, win all the championships. Here's the other half. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of animated penises this show. Spoiler. Excellent. Crazy uh, Frog was brought up, by the way. That voice that you hear, and if you're watching it over on Hack the Dino's YouTube channel, is that of Zack Sabbath, wrestler extraordinaire, and deathmatch masterpiece. I've had one, <laughs> one deathmatch. And it was and, a masterpiece. And that's enough for me. <laughs> one gonna, and done, my dudes. We're going to talk about that a little bit longer, but a little bit longer? Yeah, a little bit later, a little bit longer. Longer, harder, faster, stronger. Uh, all those words perfectly describe Brayden Dixon. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> sure. Uh, Brayden, what, what's, what's hardening? Whoa. Well. Me, baby. Uh, Zach, apparently. We can go for that. That's all good. Well, uh, Zach's back, apparently. Jesus, I'm surprised it's not just like covered in sores. It's a loose stack of pebbles. <laughs> Uh, so we're we're, uh, we're predicting some uh, some some awards. There's mm-hmm. some awards that uh, by the time you're listening to this, this has already happened, but that's okay. Spoiler alert: uh, we record this after the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Look, I'm ruining the, the magic. Oh bugger! Here, here's some other spoilers. Um, you're about to uh, witness something that I'm not particularly proud of, but uh, comment down below when you think it flashes on screen. <laughs> You'll know what part Spoiler alert Boulders Gate wins everything Oh there's some boulders <laughs> Yeah there is I'm do glad you, Do you have a Game Boy? No I wish Why don't you have a Game Boy? Because I don't have that kind of money yeah, That's true That's stupid expense Do you know Game Boy Color now Retails for about $120 Yeah No What is wrong with you people? Anyway Look, Don't get wrong if I, if I could have one I would it, It's stupid money Braden you still have any Game Boys? Um, I think I might still have my Game Boy Advance. Really? Yeah. What color is Great it? system. Uh, I think it's the kind of see-throughy purpley one. Ooh, nice. The mm, atomic purple. Good one. Mm. Uh, Game Boy Advance, best console of all time. There you go. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Fight me. Apart from Zach. He's not allowed to because he'll hurt me. <laughs> but any of you non-wrestlers who uh, don't deadlift 120 kilos, not you. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's more than that, isn't it? Yeah, I, de- I did left 200 kilos, thank That's you. Right. I ben- I'm almost at 120 for bench, and I squat 170. Thank you very much. How dare you? That is so you. much. <laughs> that is so it's much. I warm up with here. 120. Deadlift, oh. 120. I'm going to say bench press. In- yeah, well, I'm not quite there yet. I'm working on it, all right? I'm not a gym dude. I, I- Clearly, I'm not a gym. Look, I lift the heavy circles to make the sad voices stop, okay? Just like everybody else. This is also a shout out to uh, Townsy. Um, You should probably update GameboyGames.com. Oh, why? 
because like, everything lists to uh, eBay and stuff. It, like it's a, it's it's a whole thing. Oh, is it being corrupted? No, no, no. It's 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 all good. It's there, but like, you know, like it it it, it could not to judge Townsy. You could probably use a little little bit more time on this one. <laughs> put, 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 put act in the oven for a sec. I don't know. I think it looks quite fetchy. Anyway, Michael Towns, Game Boy Games. <laughs> head on over to his site. Or you can head over to hackthedino.com. We've got a link there where you can play the floppy game for free. That's right. The floppy game starring Floppy uh, along with Antu and Spider Ben. We're all there uh, having a good old time. trying to. St- I, I, I still don't know if we're trying to stop Floppy and we're bad or if Floppy's bad. I, I don't... Ah, uh, yes, the great moral dilemma. Yeah. Who's the real villain? It's always floppy. Always. Always floppy. Always floppy. Anyway, we, this year, did a little retro challenge. Now, Zach, you've been following along the uh, retro challenge, haven't you? I certainly have. Can you, in your uh, best uh, uh, voice, being your current one, uh, describe to the fine people at home or in their car or, or maybe uh, in Venice um, what the Retro Challenge was. Yes, Ben cheated. <laughs> how did I cheat? Damn. I followed the rules. <laughs> yeah, how convenient that you made the rules. Hmm. Brayden, did I cheat? I really hate to say it, I really don't think he did. Oh, so you are lucky. You oh. are lucky. I was about to sue the both of you. Che- how did how did I cheat? How did how did I cheat? Just did Ben. Just, <laughs> did. <laughs> just did. Just did. Just did. Just did. Just did. Right. So, twenty dollars retro challenge. Our competitors started with twenty dollars each, and they had to turn that twenty dollars into items that were fifteen years or older, mm-hmm. and then exchange those other items for more monies. Or other items mm-hmm. to see how much money and items they could collect by the end of the year. And us as the voters selected the coolest one. And Floppy won. He was robbed. No, <laughs> it's not over yet. You can still vote for it over at hackthedino.com. Excellent. How many times can I vote for Floppy? <laughs> let's, let's, just, let's just go through what each of us got. Braden, you got some nice comics, yeah? I got some nice comics. Yeah. Uh, Anto got a figure, which you I now own. <laughs> So for those of you who weren't aware, we released uh, what each of us got during the live show. Uh, and Anto had a Dragon's Dogma figure. Legend of Dragoon. Yep, whatever. Uh, some loser game for losers. And uh, <laughs> there it is. You can see on the screen now. And uh, Anto openly told us, he goes, look, if I don't sell this, this is, uh, this is going to be uh, my, my uh, retro challenge endgame item. During intermission, Zach came up and went, how much you want for it? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know. And Zach just went, I'll give you 50 bucks right now. <laughs> that tastes like, yeah, all right. Done. So good. And that is now it. in the possession of a, a good friend of mine called Scotty. He lives in Portogata. Oh, really? You bought it for someone? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's nice of you. Because it is, his, it is his favorite game of all time. To the point where he still has pictures of the art that he was taken like pictures of the art uh, of the original of his original game on his PC to this day. Wow. wow! Like it is his favorite game. Fun. That toy is from 2000. It is 23 years old, never been opened. Damn. So me getting it for 50 bucks was an absolute steal. Thanks, Anto. And it went straight into uh, my friend's hand, and he uh, almost cried. He absolutely loved it. 
Oh, that's awesome. Mm. I'm sure Anto would actually be really touched with that. Yeah, no, it was, uh, as soon as I saw him, I got to get that for my homie. Well, I mean, um, the, if it's any uh, consolation, the $50 that you paid for it went straight to Anto's bills. So <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. Well, if it makes him feel better, that was uh, money that my poor spine for, uh, paid for in wrestling. Oh, oh, really? Yep. Was it? Oh, that was gonna, wrestling money. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. So, Brayden. Howdy. Before we get back to the retro challenge, you ever heard of deathmatch wrestling? <laughs> um... <laughs> Zach, do you want to, to tell Brayden what you and week. your lovely wife did on the weekend? So we flew out to Perth for a promotion called Dude, Where's My Ring? Which <laughs> okay. is uh, in a bar. I can't remember the name. It was a fantastic setup. But it's literally us wrestling on concrete floor. Oh. Um, and what we were involved in was called a tag team death match. And the reason it's called a death match is this just pure violence. Yep. So um, I might, I'm not sure if you guys are going to see us. I'll turn around and show you guys my back. Oh, God. For the ba audio listeners, Zach is getting up. We're seeing, oh, he's got some scars there, some scratches up. Oh, yeah, that one picks up on the camera well. Yeah. Ooh. So um, light tubes, so cut in half uh, beer cans. Yep. Concrete, yep. Nerf guns with uh, thumbtacks stuck in the end. Oh, got shot with those as well. Oh my god! Um, someone stabbed me in the head with one of those lightships. Not sure, you could, like this little, <laughs> this little nick here. Yep. I reckon I lost over a liter of blood. God damn. So not for the faint of heart, but the crowd seemed to really enjoy it. The things you do for entertainment. Yeah. Look, I got paid. <laughs> damn straight. I got paid pretty well, if I'm honest. Um, plus, they pay for my they paid for our airfares. We had to pay for our own accommodation, which was fine. But they also they treated us really, really well. Answer. Um, the thing with the uh, deathmatch wrestling is um, there's no hate or malice behind it, so everyone's like super supportive. And the med team was really good. So it was the first time I've like I've done plenty of hardcore stuff, but this is mm. the first time I've gone this crazy. And I scared myself a bit, if I'm honest. <laughs> I thought I was in some big trouble for a second. Zach stabbed me. Oh. I was going to say, we've got some real bangers in the chat right now. Zach stabbedeth. Yep. Uh, Dude, where's my ring was the original name for the Gollum game. <laughs> <laughs> and Dylan, how the hell are you still alive? Oh, uh, I tell you what, for those who are of the fainted heart, I'll post some photos in the Hack the Dino Discord with Ben's permission. <laughs> Absolutely, go for it. They are... I, I tell you what, we'll do it live. We'll do it live we'll do so it people live. can see to it. So there we go. God. I saw some of these photos uh, and Zach sent me some video footage. Mm -hmm. um, and he and his wife, Mickey, oh my God. Like there was one stage where someone was lying, I think there were cinder blocks and then across them were light tubes, fluorescent yep. tubes. Oh yeah, there was a barbed wire bed. Yeah, barbed wire bed. There you Jesus. go. Uh, and someone was laying and Mickey climbed up like a mini ladder. And yep. jumped off it and with both of her heels stomped onto the person. So they broke through the glass tubes and the barbed wire bed. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Now, keep in mind, these are not for the faint of heart. You sure? Yeah, probably not that one. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> probably not that one. Jeez. Oh. Oh, no. Don't. Oh. I'll have a look later. I'll, I'll go with the nice one. Oh, The nice was, one. I, that was absolutely horrific. Is that the little nick on your head? Yep. Did that much blood? Yeah, it was down to the bone. My bad. Oh! Whoa. Um, so I'll post the two ones that are mm, the nicest that you can't really see much. Oh, God. That one? Yeah, oh, I looked at that pic again. 
Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> so one's live tubes, one's beer cans. Oh. You can't really see much else after that. So, so if you'd like to see that, head on over to hackthedino.com, <laughs> click on the Discord button, join our Discord, and see this person kill themselves. For money. For money. And all in the name of family-friendly entertainment. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just looking at it myself now. Uh, yeah. Why do I show you the rest? Yeah, yeah you should... I, I, will, I will definitely look at the others. Hackthedino.com. Uh, anyway, retro There's challenge. so much blood on the floor in that photo. <laughs> yeah, my Jesus. bad. <laughs> I thought I was going to get them banned and like, nah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh Let me put it this way. I'm looking around going, oh man, am I in trouble? And one of the guys looks at me, does this. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm good. Good work. Oh, I'm actually feeling lightheaded. My goodness. <laughs> Imagine how I felt. <laughs> I've always said this, like wrestlers are a different breed. They are oh, stupid. No, wrestlers are the toughest SOBs you'll ever come across ever. I don't care. They are tougher than your, your professional athlete. They are tougher than fighters. They are tougher than anyone. The amount of stuff I've seen on the sideline. The reason I'm on the sideline as a manager is because I never had the guts to become a wrestler because I don't like being hurt all the time. Uh, and uh, you, you need to get this whole notion of oh, wrestling's fake. No, wrestling is scripted. So a play, so a movie, so a books. Get over yourself. It's entertainment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's entertainment. Uh, these people are, by far and large, wonderful, wonderful people uh, who put their literally put their bodies on the line for your entertainment and because it's a hell of a lot of fun. And uh, you just need to throw out a whole heap of respect to these guys because seriously what they go through... I've, I've seen guys break their legs in the opening minutes of a match and finish the match. That was Jag. Jag. He's back crap insane. Uh, and then when I said, well, we better get you to a hospital, he goes, oh, no, it'll be all right. And he just kept walking around with a limp for six months until it healed. <laughs> all right, so he's, they're not the smartest people, but they are <laughs> tough as hell, all right? <laughs> We're so dumb. No. Oh, we're so dumb. You are so freaking... Oh, I, I cannot get over it. It's the it. only sport where you let your mates punch yourself, punch each other in the mouth. It's so stupid. But that's the thing. People think, oh, yeah, they're not really hitting each other. No, they're really hitting each other. They hit each other really hard in really safe spots. We're so dumb. Yeah. Anyway, retro challenge. How good is that, though? That that popped me immensely. Floppy's prize. Uh, Floppy's uh, endgame item. That's very good. So, the, oh, for the so podcast good. people and those who didn't watch the live show over on Hack the Dino uh, YouTube, Floppy got a boxed Game Boy, original boxed Game Boy. And that was a really sweet item. I was very impressed with it. Uh, even to the point where I went, hang on, didn't you show me a picture of this and ask how much it's worth? And he went, yeah, <laughs> I may have. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that was, I was a little worried, uh, with the retro challenge that I might've been in a bit of trouble there. Uh, however, then I pulled out what I got. So I got a bunch of comics. I got, uh, Krang from the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. I got, uh, what you may see in the front here for the people watching on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino, which is Chrono Trigger. Oh, you want to hear a funny story about that. So Chrono Trigger was on my shelf as you knew, Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Toy Power podcast, they do a thing where they get you to send in photos of your collection and they sort of show it and, and tag you in and blah, blah, blah. And they asked me to do it. And I said, yeah, sure, not a problem. So I just took a photo on one of my Nintendo shelves. And then they put it up and I realized Chrono Trigger was in there. Ah, yes, good. So then I just had to repost it, but put a little uh, uh, GIF over it <laughs> so people didn't see it. So there were hints out there that it was there. Um, 
Then also, my other big one was, and this is what got the loudest pop of the night, I think. Uh, I had a video made of me getting a GameCube kiosk. Now, you were in the crowd. I was. That was a pretty big pop. Right? It was. It was great. Uh, Braden, what did you think of the uh, the whole night with the reveal of the retro challenge? Hearing items? people react to the, those reveals was the best because people were pissed. Like <laughs> people were furious Sweat and they were so impressed, many. but they were so angry. But did Floppy just flip me off there? Yep. <laughs> it's it was really, really good. It was such a fun night, and yeah, those moments were just brilliant. They were so fun. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, we are doing the retro challenge again next year. Uh so I think we have to find a time in January, Braden, where we can all go out and start again. Oh god, yeah. Um, but we're doing a retro challenge for charity this time around. So awesome. the rules are now, we are following the same rules. So 2009, uh, 2009 or earlier, because we're going by the 15 uh, years again. Yep. Uh, buy, sell, trade up, uh, end of the year, we will reveal. What we're doing is we're selecting one item this time. So mm-hmm. people like me can't bring in their whole collection worth $3,000 or whatever it was <laughs> I got. Uh, and... We'll decide who the winner is. Fans will vote who the winner is. Then we're going to sell those items on eBay and whatever we get for it, we're going to pull it all together and give it to... I think Floppy wanted to give it to Beyond Blue. Beyond Blue, great charity. I've done a lot of charity work for them. They're great. So Retro retro Challenge for Charity will kick off next year, but we still need to decide who the winner of this year's is. So if you, think it was, if you think it was Brayden with Brayden's comics, vote for Brayden on hackthedino.com. If you think it was Anto with his figure that he no longer has because it meant that much to Thanks, him, Anto. Uh, head on over to hackthedino.com, vote for Anto. If you think it was Floppy with his Game Boy, head on over to hackthedino.com, vote for Floppy. Or if you think it was, it was me with, with my uh, Chrono Trigger, a game that I've been after ever since I was 14 years old, or with uh, my pirate Lego ship something that i've wanted ever since i was eight years old or my gamecube kiosk or all my uh, early comics like i got issue 43 of the uncanny x-men and uh, issue 96 of the amazing spider-man um a bunch of cards and a whole heap of other crap that you can hit, see over at hackthedino.com actually i haven't put them all up on hackthedino.com uh instagram anyway go over there vote 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 hackthedino.com Braden. i just i i for a second there i thought i was listening to like a 2008 episode of big brother like, you can head over there and vote for them. Well, I'm I'm kind of everyone's big brother. Is that because you're old? Yep. yep. Excellent. Check Same. Out, check out the white. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit myself. You get some great. Right, it's, it's the kids. It's the kids. It is. Once the kids you're getting come in. into the Christmas spirit. That's right. I can't wait until I'm full white because then I'm going full Kratos. Ben, I've got great news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, very quickly, I want to talk about a little pickup I had during the week uh, while we're talking about retro toys and everything. I got home from going out uh, retro hunting with friend of the show, Ghost Games, um, and just trolling Facebook Marketplace, and I saw something come up for $50. And that item that was $50 was this... What, where is it? There it is. Uh, Fire Red, or whatever it's called, Nintendo 64. That's cool. <clears throat> Now, they go for about $300 complete. Yeah, right. So this one was uh, advertised as not working. It wouldn't read any carts. And I said, not a problem. Where are you? I'm at Hackham, which is a 45-minute drive away. Mm -hmm. I said, cool. I'll be there in 50 minutes. Jumped in the car, went straight up there. Grabbed it, paid him the $50, came back, turned it on. Oh, yeah, it's not working. 
Let's get some isopropyl in there. Cling, 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 cling. Boom. Working. So I got a $300 console that I never actually thought I'd uh, ever find because they're very pricey. 50 bucks. Amazing. Um, massive shout out to Dylan the Villain who raised $800 for November. Oh, well done, Dylan the Villain. Yeah. 800 bucks, Dylan. Well what done. A Chad. Absolutely huge effort. I just love how uh, charitable people are at uh, uh, Hack the Dino. You can, you can be charitable too. Hackthedino.com. Discord. Do, do that. Be, be a, be a you didn't say the one thing that people can actually give us money through? Oh, Patreon. <laughs> but we're not a charity, Braden. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty charitable. If you'd like to donate to the charity of Braden, head on over to patreon.com and, and uh, jump on in. The uh, also, money's fine. You can also head over to Greenlight Comics and that helps too. Uh, I also got a massive score. Um, oh, there it is. That was my weekend, that weekend of garage sales. So, all right, another quick one. Uh, we're not going for the show run here, but oh, we'll get to it in a sec. So this was another story. I went to go and get a pastry uh, from a uh, really, really nice patisserie just down on McGill Road. Which as is, you do, yeah. as you do. On the way back, I saw a garage sale sign. I went, oh, I'll call in. So I went in there, had a chat, um, talking to the, the owner there. And I said, oh, have you got any video games or anything like that? And, oh, no, we don't. But there's one one street over. And she said she had some video games. I went, oh, cool, sweet. I'll go there. Thank you very much. Brum, brum, brum. Drove around there, cut out. I was this uh, couple was probably my parents' age, uh, just cleaning up their house. First thing I saw on the ground was a Teddy Ruxpin. So I went, I'm in the right spot. That's the right year. Uh, do you know what a Teddy Ruxpin is? I have no idea. It's a teddy bear that used to talk. You put a tape in its back and it read oh, wow. stories. But you could also put like Metallica in there. and sing Fantastic. Like yeah. Um, so I said, oh, have you got any video games or anything? She goes, oh, no, we don't have any video games. Oh, we've got Game Boys. Do you like Game Boys? I went, yeah. Yeah, but you might like Game Boys. They brought out a tray, and in it was a um, Batman AM radio. Like, it was yellow with the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman on wow. it. Wow. Yes. A Game Gear. Yeah, righto. It wasn't working. I had to, uh, But it also came with the um, converter that you can play Sega games, uh, Mega Drive games on it, and Sonic Chaos, which is a $50 game. Uh, a Sony Discman. Uh, Game Boy Pocket, which I didn't have for my own personal collection. Yeah, right. A Game Boy Color and a DMG Clear Game Boy um, in its case with all the instructions. What? And I got it for 200 bucks. <laughs> Jeez. Look and at I that. bet you made their day. Oh, they made my day. I had a chat. 200 bucks. They would have loved it. And they said they got Ninja Turtles, so they took down my number and said, oh, we'll give you a call when we come across all our Ninja Turtle stuff. They had pamphlets in there for Sega Mega Drives and whatnot. She goes, I'm not sure if the consoles are still here. If I find them, I'll give you a call. I said, oh, that's cool. I live literally a couple of streets over. Oh, anyway, oh, I, I, I love hunting for retro stuff. It's so much fun. You got to come out again one time. I do. I had fun last time. All right. Um, as we are recording this, the uh, Game Awards are coming up in the next week or so. By the time this is out, I think the Game Awards is over. So you'll know whether we were right or not. Um, yes. It, so so next next show, we'll be going through what won. Okay, cool. And all the announcements and stuff. Well, no, next show, we'll be going through the entire year. Oh, Christ. I've got to write that as bike. well. Oh, oh that's going to be a big ep. Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, so I figured we'd have a look at some of the uh, categories 
some of the nominees and we just have a quick quick chat about who we think is going to win and why they're going to win and what, what, what's all winning all about. Shake it all about. All right, first up, content creator of the year. Now, I did this on purpose because uh, there is one content creator in here that I really like because they're really great. So the content creator of the year, we have Iron Mouse, People Make Games, Quack, Quackity, uh, <coughs> Spreen, or Cypher PK. Brayden. Howdy. Which content creator would you vote for? I've never heard of any of these people. Same. But one of them has the name Quackity. Can we, can we quickly like log in? Can we, can we sign in and, and uh, do some live votes? Uh, yeah, we could try. Might as well. Um, so you don't know any about any of those content creators? Nope. Nope. You as well, Zach? Never Not heard a clue. All right. So the one that I really like is called Iron Mouse. She's one of those, uh, I don't know what they're called. What VTuber. VTuber, yes, thank you. Which is basically a voice, but their avatar anime. is an anime She's the one character. that goes above and beyond, like the full like sensor suit, isn't she? Yes. We're yeah. in. We're in. Okay, so let's bring it up. Uh, for me, Iron Mouse is hilarious. Like, she fully lives this character. Uh, she's very, she co-streams a lot with uh, Connor VO, Seadog uh, VA. Um, who was very friend, good friends with Abroad in Japan, which is how I got onto them. Uh, have you heard of Sea Dog VA or um, Abroad in Japan at all? No. Abroad in Japan is basically a guy who, a British guy who lives in Japan, and he makes documentaries about Japan. That's cool. And he's pretty good, pretty funny, pretty dry. Yep. Sea uh, Dog VA is he's part of the uh, Trash Taste uh, podcast. Yep. And he's a super funny dude. Braden, I think you'd really like Sea Dog VA. Very dry witted, very funny Twitch streamer. But Iron Mouse does a lot of streaming with them. That's how I got onto her there. Uh, she's really good. Really good. Like, clearly spends a lot of money into it. Uh, clearly puts a lot into it. Uh, people don't know who uh, she really is. I'm saying she, I'm, I'm, she's referred to herself as she. So I think I'm covered there. Right, Braden? I don't want to be. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, their, their VTuber is presenting femme if they use she for that. I don't know. How do you how do you refer to a fictional character? I don't know. Just say they. They. All right, let's just go with that. Uh, anyway, Iron Mouse, very entertaining to the point where Connor will take Iron Mouse out, but because Iron Mouse's whole gimmick is that they are trapped in their house with a debilitating disease and their avatar is how they interact with the outside world, he takes around like an iPad or a screen. So they can uh, experience the world through the screen. Oh, that's, that's quite cool. funny. So very committed to it. So yeah, Iron Mouse. Iron Mouse gets the vote. So put put the put okay. the Dino vote for Iron Mouse. That's it. Uwu gets the pro- Uwu's the pronoun. Uwu is the, the pronoun. pronoun. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> As someone who like l- likes discussion around pronouns, that's great. I'm, I'm, he- <laughs> I'm here for that. You have to do the thing, Braden. Do okay. the thing. Iron Mouse gets our vote. No, do this. Do the Uwu. Ah. Oh. Do it. Do you, do you want me to do the voice? Yes. <laughs> no, that's wrong. Yes, that's the wrong perfect. octave. Uh, wait, no, it's a, a t- uh, what's it, Tim Allen? <laughs> perfect. Wasn't deep enough. Wasn't deep enough. Needs to be deeper. Content creator of the year, Iron Mouse. Yeah. You get our vote. All right, next one. Most anticipated game. Most anticipated game. So the nominees for the most anticipated game. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I don't think anyone associated with Hack the Dino has any... <laughs> Desires for that? Mate, wrong. Oh, really? F- the Final Fantasy VII remake was fantastic. Oh, okay. I'm so keen for this. I'm yet to play it, but I am keen for it. 
Because this that one looks really good. The, yeah, they're both really good. Don't get me wrong, like it had its issues. Like some of the quests were kind of lame, but still great. Combat fantastic, real fresh for the uh, Final Fantasy franchise. Do you awesome. know what I, I really liked about the Final Fantasy VII remake? The fact that uh, COVID was hitting at the time it was released. So Square wanted to get some money in its coffers before people got locked down. Uh, so they released it early over in Australia. They did. Like, legally. So uh, Dan went and bought it when Dan was a part of the show. And because he uh, you know, bought it with his money and it was officially released here, streamed it, and they copyright striked us and we were kicked off YouTube for a month. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was something. Mm. Thanks, wow. Square Enix. Square Enix. Yep. Good times. Douchebags. Good times. Anyway, so Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Hades 2. Woo! Yeah. Have you played Hades? Oh, fantastic game. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah, amazing. Can't wait for number two. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, which I think, according I'm... to our Discord, that was the one that uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 was remade into. Huh. Okay. I'm cautiously optimistic for Star Wars Outlaws. Yeah? Like, don't get me wrong, I love my space wizards as much as the next guy, but... Mm. Well, speaking of space wizards, um, Tekken 8 is also <laughs> the most anticipated. Is that space wizards? I'm sure there's a space wizard in there. I would and be What surprised. do you call Yoshimitsu? Yeah, exactly. Him. Is that space that ta- Cowboys? Who's the target yeah, guy? It's, it's giving me Firefly vibes, honestly. I'm, pr- I'm kind of... I'm really keen for it. It looks like what Starfield should have been. Entertaining. Ooh. Yeah, and good. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm really keen for Star Wars Outlaws. Out of these, mainly just because I think Hades 2 is technically releasing, but it's releasing in early access, Yep, much like the original Hades did. Um, I think out of these, personally, I would vote for Star Wars Outlaws, but I understand if people want it. Well, nah, man, we're going Outlaws. Really? Outlaws? Yeah. I want Hades 2. Early access doesn't count. Early access, mate. <sighs> well, I'm outvoted. Can it win Game of the Year? All right, let's have a look in the live chat. Live chat, which one should we go for? It's out of Hades 2 or Star Wars Outlaws. Let us know. Half-Life 4. Last game is Tekken 8. No one cares. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing pretty well for a series that no one cared about 20 years ago. (laughs) And then you watch the movie. Dylan's vote Star Wars. All right, so it looks like, uh, yeah, looks like it's... Oh, no, we've got a Hades 2. Come out of nowhere with a Hades Hades 2. Oh, oh, another Star Star Wars. Ooh. Oh, votes are rolling in. No one's saying Final Fantasy. Anto will Sorry, be disrupted. Anto. You can tell it's, Anto's It's going to be a good game. But... Look, it'll be, certainly be a game. It'll be a good game. It'll be one that you can play and probably it'll leave It'll be a good that. game. All right. I've, I've been outvoted. I think Star Wars is the go. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, so am I. Okay. Best family game. Where is Best Family Game? Best Family Game? Best Family Game? Oh my God, this website. Best Family? It was just called Best Family. <laughs> Best Hold Family. On. Best Family. We've got Disney Illusion Island, uh, the game that has helped me get my partner Jasmine into video games because it's basically Animal Crossing with the Disney characters. Yeah, right. Oh, no, wait. No, that's that's a different one. This yeah, is a you're game. thinking of um, Star, Dream Valley, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, anyway, we've got her into it. Disney uh, Illusion Island is uh, Baby's first uh, Metroidvania. Yes. Uh, Party Animals. Very fun. Which I thought was already released. Mm. Oh, it is. Like, we're on a different... Oh, it's all right. Don't, don't mind Ben's me. Ben's brain's failing him. Uh, Pikmin 4, <laughs> Sonic Superstars, or Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Yeah, Have you played look, it? Uh, no, I haven't. Look, I, I, there's no doubt uh, Sonic Superstars is good, but they've hit... They've uh, even, even I got to admit, Mario is crushing it. Yep. 
That game's amazing. This this gets the vote. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I like it. It. Oh my god, it looks so good. All right, next up, best performance. Ooh, best performance. I I'm gonna tell you straight away. Who? A star in my boy. Oh yeah. All right, so we got Ben Starr from Final Fantasy 16. Cameron Monaghan from Star Wars Jedi Survivor. He did very well. Idris Elba from Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. I mean, it's Idris Elba. Like, uh, that was a good shudder down my spine, by the way. He was fantastic. Like, mm. ooh. Ooh. Uh, Melanie Liebert from Alan Wake 2. Uh, she had, from what I've seen, really good performance. Switches accents too much. Oh. Uh, Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3 and Yui Lowenthal, which always confuses me whenever I see his name written, uh, from Marvel Spider-Man 2. Yeah, Neil uh, Newborn. Yeah, yeah. Hands down. Neil Newborn. Yeah? He was brilliant. Like, is it's... Baldur's Gate 3, the voice acting in that game sets the gold standard. Really? The gold standard of uh, voice acting and character development. Like, Which is impressive considering how many hours of it there is. Yeah. There is so much game and it all has voice acting and it's all brilliant. Neil Newborn kills it. He like I like Starring is an absolutely useless dink of a character. You can't do a thing with him unless you build him in a very specific way. But I have him in my part like my chat convinced me, chuck him in, even though he's useless. But he's the character development you get when you build a rapport with him. Is absolutely astounding. Like he wins. He's brilliant. Well, Braden, I'm willing to go with Zach with this one. I'm also. I like. I love. I love that Yuri's getting thrown in here. I love that Yuri got to got to play uh, Dark Angry Spider Man and Dark Angry Peter, which is great. And smoke. And yep, he did good. I've seen clips of him being Peter Parker. Like it's brilliant bit of voice acting. But yeah, new newborn. Like this is a character defining, like defining, like this is a career defining moment for him. Yeah. And, uh, like, Cameron Monaghan did a great job. Idris Elba is Idris Elba. How has Cameron yeah. Monaghan not made an appearance in any of the Star Wars TV series? I know, series right? Yet? What's I going on there? I would love to Ridiculous. see him make, be made canon. Honestly. He is canon. Like, these games are canon. Dylan is yeah. uh, Dil- Dylan's flaming us in the chat for uh, not giving it to Cameron or Yuri. <laughs> oh, well. Nah, no, I'm no. sorry, mate. Like, there it is. New, <laughs> new newborn. All right, next up. Best independent game. Ooh, My favorite. This is an interesting one. It is. So we've got Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, or Viewfinder. Oh, I like Viewfinder. So who has played these games? Nope. Never I, heard them. I have heard of every single game, mm-hmm. and I've heard that they're all really damn good. Uh, I've heard Dredge is actually quite cool. Yeah. The story behind Dredge is that you're on a fishing trawler and it just starts off like a fishing sim until you start pulling up monsters. <laughs> oh. It's it's a fishing sim which very suddenly becomes very Cthulian. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I like it. So is Sea of Stars just a JRPG? Like an indie JRPG? Yes and no. It's a fantastic RPG uh, with some fantastic battle systems. Great story. The pixel art is amazing. Um, look. I'll admit there's a couple of cameos, well, cameos, um, acknowledgements to Chrono Trigger, um, which, you know, the game was heavily inspired by Chrono Trigger. But uh, the game is charming. It's wonderful. Uh, 100%. Like, if I had one veto 
and where I could just go, yeah, it's this game, it's Sea of Stars. Like that, that, that would be my veto thing. Like Sea of Stars has to get this vote, has to win. It is that good. All right, I'm sold. I love Pixel Up. Uh, it's, I suggest you play it. It's fantastic. I think I'm, it's on Game Pass. I'm yeah. also sold. A, a, a few of these are. Cocoon is on Game Pass, um, and it's a really cool puzzle game. Looks great. Um, Dave the Diver is about everything you could put in a game. Um, you you dive and you hunt fish, and Dave then you the also run a sushi restaurant at night. That ran into some controversy because it's an independent game, but the developers are a multi million dollar company. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, it's yes. a, it's the whole thing where people were like, uh, "What's the what's the defining bracket for in- indie game?" Yeah, and then uh, Jeff was like, uh, and uh, people online were like. Uh, is it about the size of the team that made it? Is it about the money behind it? I reckon like, it should be the team, honestly. Like the smaller the team. Although technically, Hollow Knight was an independent game. Yeah. So, how many, people, how many people made that? Two. <laughs> Fun fact: Mountain Blade, uh, one of a uh, massive staple on Steam, uh, was started as a husband and wife team in their garage, like Amazon. No thanks. <laughs> Wait, Amazon? Amazon started in uh, Bezos's uh, garage with his wife. Yeah, well, Bezos is a sociopath. These, yeah. This is a life See married couple. Stars it is. Yay, see stars. I just wanted to stop talking about Amazon. All right. Innovation in accessibility. Ooh. We've got Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Fotos- Forza Motorsport uh, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, or Street Fighter 6. What are you laughing at? Diablo 4. <laughs> what a pile of crap. <laughs> People are really high on it. It was a hey, don't get me wrong, the story's really good. The story's really good, and it's a classic dungeon crawler. There's a lot of good things for it. And then season one dropped, and Blizzard's like, we're gonna take this good game that people are gonna enjoy and then throw it in the bin. And just bring in a bunch of rubbish microtransactions, just real Activision garbage. Did they get greedy? Oh, very much so. The battle pass for a hundred dollar game. Oh, and what was it just cos- cosmetics or yeah. pay to win? No, no pay to win, just pay to look pretty, which I'm always fine for pay to look pretty, but they made a lot of absolutely garbo design choices with the first season. Didn't the- Destiny 2 recently take down like a starters pack, which was extremely pay to win? Um, I haven't played D2 in a long time. Yeah? If that's Boomer. Yeah. Uh, Braden, what are you thinking? Um, I, I know that the... Uh, the, obviously, the PlayStation games, they've been putting a lot of effort into their accessibility, which I love. Mm. I used accessibility on Spider-Man 2 because screw smashing a button constantly. Um, so uh, any QuickTime event with a with a button press... Uh, QuickTime events are the worst. ...tap it a bunch, I just hold that baby and it's great. Um, no thumb pain for me, thank you. Um, but I believe there was... It was one of the fighting games here. So it was either Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter... One of them was basically like it's so accessible that you can basically play it blind. Like I can't remember which one it is though. Like one of these is really good for accessibility. I think it might be Street Fighter. Street Fighter? Hang on, let's have a look. Because I remember hearing about uh, them. It was being talked about because it was really, really good accessibility, um, which I was pleasantly surprised by. So if we find out which one of the fighting games it was, I would give it to that. Otherwise, Hang I'm on, giving it to PlayStation. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you have to what? He's, he's proving he's not a robot. Oh, are you failing? How many, 
I've done four so far. So yes, that's a yes. <laughs> Five. Ben, ben the robot. Like I'm teaching AI to learn. Yep, that is how it goes. <laughs> Another one. Jesus. <laughs> what web? Six. What shit website are you on? I just went to Google. Why is Google? You're getting scammed right now. I bet. Oh, okay. Uh, definitely the most accessible control type for all disabled players with fine motor skill impairments. Street Fighter Six. I'm Street sold. Fighter Six. I'm I'm willing to give it to that because yep. I mean PlayStation's doing great, but um, that's next level. I that's think really playing cool. a fighting game with massive accessibility features very cool. All very. Right. Street Fighter Six. Braden, we've got we've got some time before yeah. we look at game of the year. Do you want to choose maybe a, a category or two that we can vote about? Oh, yeah, we can do that. Let's have a look. Uh, let's talk about best mobile game. No. <laughs> um, let's go. Uh, oh, how many of these can I make interesting and not just pick Boulder's Gate? Best ongoing. Best ongoing. Mm. Fortnite. Let's see. Who have we got? No. What? Cyberpunk. Cyber- what? That's not an ongoing game. Um, it's been five years in development, good sir. Yeah, but that's still every not game. finished. It's mate, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is the biggest comeback in video game history. It is. I'm gonna play. It is it. true. I'll oh, bigger than No Man's Sky. Uh, well, yeah, No Man's. Uh, I still don't like it just because it's not my kind of game. I like survival games, but that is not for me. What, you don't I like tried. battery sims? No, I like survival games, but there's very little survival aspect, um, or fun. But Cyberpunk is an absolute masterpiece now. Okay. They put in the work. I will say, based on the description, awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Cyberpunk, man. Like, Cyberpunk wouldn't be eligible next year. I do think it could win this year. Fortnite yeah. has been eligible ever since these <laughs> games yeah, came out. It's just an ongoing just... game. Well, they're uh, about to have the Big Bang, Brayden. I like that. I think, No I Man's think... Sky better than cyberpunk is that what you said is that what michael By a just billion said percent. look it's okay to be wrong my friend it, it's okay to be wrong cyberpunk's great did you go to call him fiend and they went yeah. like, oh no but that's a bit too harsh yeah, we're giving it to cyberpunk <laughs> let's right. check out some others Zach, do you want to choose one all right can you read from that far away yes let's go best rpg Ooh, Ooh. i know what the answer's gonna be <laughs> What have we got there, Brad? We've got Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy XVI, because I can't remember which one it is. 16. 16. Lies of P, uh, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Now fight, you two. Sea of Stars. Baldur's Gate 3. All right, yeah, probably Baldur's Gate 3. Because it's probably going to be Is Lies of P really an RPG? I mean, um, Baldur's Gate 3 is probably going to be Game of the Year, so I reckon we should give it to Sea of Stars. I guarantee, I guarantee it's going to be Game of the Year. It's going to win everything. The man's not going to be able to, the developers aren't going to be able to carry all the trophies. It's going to be amazing. Um, but well, they've already had like the golden joysticks and everything. Yeah, and there's photos <laughs> of him like this with <laughs> all the trophies. Liza P is a Souls-like about the uh, Dark World of Pinocchio, yeah. which is hilarious. It looks really, really cool. And it's on Game Pass. And he slays vampires by telling lies, and his nose shoots out. And because he's made of wood, that's how he kills the vampires. He's, he's actually got a mechanical arm, but that's okay. My game's better. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Brayden, <laughs> as Ben saying, my game's better. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? We got best narrative. Oh, let's have a look. What's up for best narrative? We've got Alan Wake Two. Well, I mean, after the uh, clip that Braden showed me before the show <laughs> while we we're waiting for Zach, Alan Wake Two's probably got it. <laughs> I showed I showed Ben the musical clip from. Have you played any of Alan Wake Two? I never played an Alan Wake game. 
there's a oh you've never had no not there's, one. A, there's a musical bit in there fantastic it's pretty outstanding that's it, great it's really good um we've got alan wake 2 Baldur's gate 3 cyberpunk 2077 specifically phantom liberty the dlc they did uh final fantasy some number and marvel's spider-man 2 uh, spider-man 2 was a generic comic book storyline okay if you've read comics before you've seen it before you, you, it's yeah yeah yada yada not that one yeah uh what do you what are you thinking zach um, well, I haven't actually played, I haven't gotten to Phantom Liberty yet. Um, I, because, um, the new patch that released before Phantom Liberty, they changed so much of the base game. They added car combat and a lot of all this really, really cool stuff. So I started playing the whole thing from scratch and there's a lot of game in that game. Yep. It's a big game. It is a big game. It's a great game. Um, so I haven't actually got to Phantom Liberty yet. Boulder's Gate, brilliant story, but musical, I, I want to go Alan Wake too. Yeah. See, I want to go Alan Wake 2 purely because of talking to Dan about Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Uh, Dan McGinnis, former host of the show, he raved about this game and because he liked Control as well. Yeah. And because Alan Wake is part of the Control universe or either way. The Remedy-verse. Yeah, the Remedy-verse. There you go. Uh, but from what I saw, mm. like that is some meta fourth wall breaking crap that I am here for. And it, I've I've looked more into Alan Wake 2 because it, it, its story and everything that it's doing is really, really interesting. And I would love to play it. It's just too spoopy five me. Like, it's way too scary. Why are you having these big jump scares? I want to play your game for its cool story. Maybe we can get Floppy to play it and you can watch. I mean, I, I still get scared watching it because there's proper jump scares and shit. Like, I can't do it. I have a question for you both. Should games released in like the last month of the year be counted for the 2023 Game of the Year? They awards? do have an official cutoff. I think it's November 20. Oh, really? The yeah. Like, didn't Alan Wake 2 literally release like days before the cutoff? Yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah. So recency bias is a thing. Yeah. 100%. But, but I still, I, for narrative, I, I am. Oh, absolutely. Like, um, I'd just like to point out Michael Towns in the chat has described Alan Wake 2 perfectly. Yeah. It's basically Twin Peaks with Stephen King. Ah, perfect. Yeah, great. Yeah. Like, All right, let's do one more before we go to a game. One of the more year. before game of the year. What are we thinking? Uh, what are you, best debut in best game? sports and racing? No, no. So best, we got best. What's best adaptation? What do you play a lot of Zach? Do you play a lot of multiplayer? Do you play a lot yeah, of? Yeah, I, I play main, uh, MMOs and survival games, so mainly multiplayer. Yeah. Oh no, don't do this. This is movies. This is more your view, Braden. Not mm. I mean, the Mario movie takes it debut down. indie game. So that's uh, let's let's what's guess, in there. Let's, let's have a look. Give, what's right, in we'll here? Have a quick look, but I think uh, Zach should have the the choice mm. of topic. Okay, let's have a look. Let's have a look. What would you like, Zach? Um, let's go. I can't see because my big fat head's in the way of the bottom. Uh, in the corner, you've got best esports event. I do love my esports, but that's the League of Legends World Final. Uh, let's go. Best score in music. Oh, changing right. it up. We've got oh, Alan Wake 2. Hey! Baldur's Gate 3. Final Fantasy uh, numerals. Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, excuse me. Let Tears of the Kingdom. Wrong. That music is beautiful. It, it is. It's composed beautifully. But... Um, you got to give it one award, right? <laughs> it's not going to win a damn thing. It's not coming out with anything. How weird is it that, like... It's it's not pegged to win a lot. Like, but was it Star Wars? Um, not Fallen Order. Um, Survivor. Survivor. Completely forgotten about. Even though it was a great game. Like again, I know everyone has their uh, opinions on Hogwarts Legacy, but it was a great game. It was fantastic. 
We all know J.K. Rowling sucks. She had nothing. She she had nothing to do with the development of the game. It was a great game, and not to mention one of the most inclusive games ever created. They went out of their way. They went out of their way to make up for her undoings to the point like it was brilliant. The combat, fantastic. Story, great. I don't even like Harry Potter. So <laughs> I just want to highlight one thing here about all the games we have. Uh, Alan Wake 2, from what I saw, was fantastic. Legend of Zelda was just beautiful. Hi-Fi Rush 2 is a game that's based purely on its soundtrack. Yeah. And it is a banger. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. I'm going Hi-Fi Rush. It's got to go Hi-Fi Rush. Like, there it they, is. They, it's a music game. They crushed it. That is the gist of the game. Yeah. Okay. The tough right. one. Game of the year time. Here we go. We have... Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, which was a surprise, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All right, let's say what we'd like to win and then what we actually think is going to win. For me, it's both, Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Braden? Uh, I, uh, oh, Townsie's voted for my head um, <laughs> because that's in, in the categories. Um, I think it's very sweet. The Marvel Spider-Man 2 is in this category. Because uh, I loved it. It was great. I highly rate it. It's very, very good. Um, this is a very powerful... This is a very powerful year. Um, uh, Dylan is definitely voting for Spider-Man 2, I believe. Um, and I do think Baldur's Gate 3 will win. I would love Super Mario Brothers Wonder to win because it was just such a fun, enjoying game. But... F- Baldur's Gate 3 is going to take it. Not even a mention for Tears there. No, because I haven't finished it. <laughs> like, for me, a game of the year has to be a game that you are driven to. You know what that feeling you get when you're playing a game and you just you think about it and you crave it and you just can't wait to get home and play more of it? You're talking about Gollum. Ah, uh, yes. Game Gollum of Dad's called Whisker. out. It's just missed it. Kong, game of the year. See, this is where um, being a Twitch streamer kind of makes that hard because my time to play games, just like most adults is finite and i the time i spend playing games i'm usually streaming so i don't always get to play what i want to play mm. um luckily for me um my majority of my content is faced is based of world of warcraft which is one of my favorite games i was streaming Baldur's gate 3 problem was I played for like two hours, forgot to save, died and lost everything. Oh. So the salt, the sodium do be higher that day. Mm. Um, there was a slight taste of salt in the air, so I haven't gone back to it since. Oh, bless. But it is an absolute, like it is the, a, a indi- like it can't be an industry standard, which is unfortunate because it should be. The amount of love that went into this game, obviously it being a turn-based game, the combat as like, the freedom that you have with it was absolutely outstanding but just the depth of story and the choices that you make and they matter um and the level of voice acting more games need to get on board with this standard and let's not forget that when it launched all the characters horniest meters were maxed out so i'm there for that absolutely like you can't like you have to go out of your way to make them not horny for you what other game can you have consensual relations with a bear Staring, you you dirty dog. I ask you that. Baldur's Gate 3. All right, now there is one category. Um, I didn't get all the nominees, so I've only got one. 
So uh, this one you probably won't find on the sheet there, but I'll just read it out anyway. And it is uh, the category, who's going to jump on stage? Oh, God. Uh, we've got Will Smith um, and then other joke characters I didn't finish. <laughs> anyway, uh. that's a funny laugh. But they're who we think are going to take out those particular awards. Of course, by the time you're listening to this, the Game Awards are done and gone. So let us know how we did below. Uh, write about who's a moron and, and why we suck because it's all interactions and it all helps us with the algorithm. So leave a comment. Uh, but now it's time to quiz on your face. Ah, yes. I'm so good at this game. Brayden, we really need to make a sting for that. Yeah. But what I'm thinking is we get, you know, that song, You're Ready for Quiz? Yeah. And we'll, we'll, it's def- we'll... That's definitely how the song goes. Yeah, we need to do that. Anyway, so I have my four multiple choice questions. Two from me, two from our producer tier Patreons, Michael Towns and Dylan the Villain. Uh, I will ask a question followed by four multiple choice Answers. Uh, whoever calls out their name first has a chance to guess. If they get it right, they get a point. If they get it wrong, it goes over to the other person. If they get it wrong, no one gets a point, and we all go home sad and unfulfilled. Welcome to my life. Uh, so, so far this year, we've got Trent from the Toy Power podcast on zero. Zach, how many shows have you been on? Three? Two. Two? Who's my third? Your third? You're on zero. I am. Uh, Brett is on one. Dan's on two. Jazz is on four. Patrick's on 12. Braden's on 19. Anto's on 21. And Floppy's on 28. So, to make it interesting, double points. Oh, spicy. Double points. Anto's going to be pissed. <laughs> well, Anto should have been here. Okay, here we go. Michael Towns asks, The Longing, a modern point-and-click adventure game, tasks you with awakening a sleeping king. It's also very, very long. How many real-world days does it take for the king to wake up and get better. Oh, sorry. How long does it take for the king to wake up and the game to be beaten? Mm-hmm. A, 100 days. B, 200 days. C, 400 days. Or D, one week since you looked at me, cocked your head to the side and said, I'm angry. Five Z- days since you laughed at me saying, get back together, <laughs> come back it. and see me. Zach. Yes, Zach. Didn't you? I'm pretty sure you guys spoke about, brought this game up uh, on a show once. Yes, we did. 400 or- days. Correct! Whoa! And I remember thinking, that is absolutely ridiculous. So you got two points, Zach. Oh! Double points. Double <laughs> points. That's, that's tough, Zach, because you actually actively listen to the show. I have, <laughs> I have to be on the show and make the show function. Problem is, I'm not going to have anything to listen to for the next two weeks because the sound of my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the real problem is for you, Brayden? is that I was super lazy this week and just because it's you and Zach, I went, you know what? I'm going to go back and get questions I've already done. Ah, oh. <laughs> God dang. Um, so according to Michael Towns, you can also speed run, uh, sp- uh, speed run by going outside, finding a cave and hibernating for the winter. Wow. There you are. Really ingenious game, actually. You can do whatever you want. You can just go to the library and read and That's increase fun. your intelligence. Or you is can this play. real life? Yeah, you have 400 real-life days to play this game. No, like, you, you're just describing real life. You can go to the library and read? Yeah. Well, That's I mean, a thing you can. you can do in real life. If there's any libraries left. You played Power Washer Simulator. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Question number two. Yeah. Actually, there was a discussion about that on a podcast I listened to recently where they were talking about VR and, like, Power Washer Sim in VR. And they were just... One of the one of the two people talking about it couldn't actually get through ten minutes of it because there was just this constant nagging feeling of what am I doing with myself? <laughs> what am I doing? I'm I could be chores. actually washing my car right now. 
Okay. Which of these was a registered name that was going to be used as the name for the GameCube? Was it A, the Star Cube? B, the Dolphin? C, the Gamer Cube? Or D, Cube Cubed? Braden. Braden? Is it B, Dolphin? No. No, that was going to be my guess too. Really? No. Is that just what the emulator's called? Yeah. Oh. Tricky. So, Dolphin was the GameCube's... Uh, name that it was when you know when they have names when they're code producing? name yeah um, it, it was the code name it wasn't a registered name that they were going to call yeah, the game bloody got me you did um, Dylan Zach if it makes you feel any better I try to avoid watching live show because I can't stand hearing my own voice excellent okay all right uh, can I get the answer uh, the um can I get the answer yeah <laughs> sure Zach it's uh so the three remaining are Star Cube Gamer Cube or Cube Cubed. Tough. Is it C Star Cube? No, it is not. What is it? Oh, hang on. Oh shit. All right. Do you want C? The answer for C, or do you want Star Cubed? I want Star Cubed. You want Star Cubed? Yes. Are you sure? No, I want C. Are you sure? Yes. Really? No. Give me Star Cube. It was Star Cube. It is Star Cube. Yes. Oh my god. So what a, a dumb was, name. A was Star Cube. Oh, damn. <laughs> my bad. So I'm Zach, on a roll, baby. Four. God dang. That was luck. Pure luck. Call Zach Butter. He's on a roll. Okay. The next question is from Dylan the villain. Dylan the villain. Okay. Dylan asks. The first 32-bit console is often claimed to be the failed Amiga CD32. However, it was actually beaten by seven months from a console release exclusively in Japan called the FM Towns what? Was it the FM Towns Doc, FM Towns Marty, FM Towns George, or FM Towns Dave? Just uh, whenever you're ready, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Jump in. Zach. Zach? Is it A? Doc? Yep. No, it's not Doc. Oh, my God. That's really funny. Brayden? Is it D? Dave. Dave? No. FM Towns. Marty! Oh, oh damn. Of course. Amazing. I have a uh, What private, a good question. I have a, a private one. chat with uh, Michael Towns and Dylan the Villain because they're our producer Patreons and they get exclusive access to me. <laughs> <laughs> I do that for money. Uh, it's a monthly fee. <laughs> but Dylan put this question in and uh, like it was just us posting uh, Back to the Future gifts for like half a day. Goddamn. Dylan, you stumped us. All right, here we go. Last question. In Street Fighter 3, when Oro performs a sweep, what can eagle-eyed players see? A, the Capcom logo tattooed on his leg. B, his G-string. C, his butt, or D, his penis? Braden. Braden? His butt? No. Whoa. Zach? How old is the game? Street Fighter 3, dude. There's like, there's like 20 plus years. Yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> 20, 20 plus, plus years is like the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter 3 came out early 2000s. Really? Yeah, mm. I think 2006. Ah. Oh. Well, hey, there you go. That's young me thinking it's old. Zach? I reckon uh, it was his dong. 
Ding diddly dong, you're right. <laughs> no way. Really? No way. Yep. You can, uh, if you go and find an animate, it was only one. Um, wow. Hanging brain. Yeah, yeah. There's only one particular frame of one particular release, but when he does a reverse sweep, yeah, you can see his schlong and balls. That's hilarious. <laughs> Which character? Floppy wasn't av- no, Floppy wasn't available, Boomer. Thanks, mate. Uh, Which character was it? Oro in Street Fighter 3. Oro. Um, I don't even know what following word to put. Oro, sweep, balls. Oro's balls. Balls. private part was visible in Third Strike. There you go. Well, this is mature content. Are you sure you're over 18? Bring it up. Let's <laughs> do, it. do it. Do you it. Not go to hell, content. Twitter. Let's, let's, oh, well, Twitter. Yeah, sure. And Twitch. Let's do it. Here we go. Oro's private parts. We're about to see some old man pixelated penis. Oh, that is hilarious. That's so good. Oh, so at the end of that round of You're Ready for Quiz, we have Trent on zero, Brett on one, Dan on two, Jazz on four, Zach on six. Damn. Patrick on 12, Brayden on 19th. You didn't get one right, did you, Brayden? I did not. Oh. I was offering double points as well. You could have tied with Anto if you just got one right. Anto will be happy. Anto on 21 and Floppy on 28. But if Anto's not here next show, Braden, you've got a chance. Ooh. I mean, technically, next show, if you get all of them right, you still won't have enough to beat Floppy. So we'll have to see what we can do about that. <laughs> but we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast. We're bringing the past, present, and future of video games, news, previews, and discussions. But this isn't all we do. Mr. Sabbath. Yes, Ben. What do you do? Stuff like I stream on Twitch on Zach underscore Sabbath. Look me up. I'm also on the TikToks, which is just my Twitch clips <laughs> or uh, videos of me uh, dying in wrestling. I'm on the Instagrams. I'm on the uh, Twitters, I guess, or what X, whatever it's called. It's garbage app. Yeah, I, I've left. I'm done. It's yeah. such a pity. Twitter was so good at a time. It used to be great. Look, I, I, I use it to try and uh, grow my uh, social economic presence so I can become a full-time Twitch streamer. That is the goal. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I mainly do. Uh, I started streaming on Kick as well because uh, thanks, Twitch, for the uh, ability to multi-stream. Oh, So that's the thing. Um, so, yeah, follow me there. Zach underscore Sabbath. You'll find me everywhere. Zach, don't dive. That's facts. Uh, and if you'd like to see Zach Sabbath's bloody pics, and I mean literal bloody pics, uh, you can head on over to hackthedino.com, click on the Discord, jump on in, see Zach's uh, bloody self. This is me squatting 170 kilos. 170. That's like uh, four me's. And in the, if you guys are watching on uh, YouTube, uh, you'll see in the background uh, the lovely Karim. He's uh, the uh, head coach at the Toto Mixed Martial Arts Gym that we share a space with, and look, he's look absolutely at, lovely. Look at your arms there. Look at those biceps. Jesus. I could have gone an inch deeper. You tank. You absolute tank. Oh. Hey, Braden, wouldn't it be nice to be fit? And that's the goal. But I'm not fit. You are. I, I'm just strong. No. Um, apparently, I have a... There's a chance... I, what do the doctors call it? Weak lung syndrome. So I... Uh, because of my collapsed lung and terrible health with my lungs, I actually have... My gas tank is like quarter of what it should be. Wow. Fun facts. Wow, that, you Imagine what you could be. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, if I could breathe. I've seen you wrestle 25-minute matches. Yeah. God dang. Uh, but yeah, turns out I have uh, terrible lungs. <laughs> wow. Braden, howdy. Uh, how are your lungs? Uh, oh, yeah, so-so. Yeah. 
I used to. I, I used to. There used to be more. More what? Yeah. It's all oh. that vaping. <laughs> oh god! You hipsters. Jesus. Kids these days. With your mango palm leaf flavored. Shakes fist at cloud. Yeah. Of vape. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say with his Buster sword. Yeah. God, oh, god damn. Bless. Anyway, Bowden. Howdy. What, what, what do you what do you do? I do an, another show. We talk about movies and TV shows and such. Uh, Millennial Movie Talk. You can go find that on your podcast service of choice or over on YouTube. Uh, recently, we've been talking a lot about Invincible because that's been back and it's been great. You know what you should talk about? Scott Pilgrim. Sounds yes. Great. We are talking about Scott Pilgrim next week because a bunch of us are going to be watching it. We're also... So, end of the most recent episode. Alex got on a bit of a tangent because he opened up Disney Plus and... I can't... I, I cannot see any kind of... Um, we, we don't do that here. So, nah. you have to explain what a tangent is. So, a tangent is, is when you uh, uh, move off to something that's very unrelated. Uh, generally. Sounds unprofessional. Very. And uh, so Alex opened Disney Plus and he was looking to see if Doctor Who had been moved up from a little card you had to scroll down and find to a big front page banner. Because when I went and watched the new episode of Doctor Who, which is very good, by the way, everyone should go check it out. Apart from the streets healing. Uh, yes. Apart from that, it's fine. Um, they... Uh, so Alex had a look to see. They had put it on the front page as a banner, which is great. Um, especially because it's like the queerest thing that's ever been put on Disney, which is awesome. Um, but then uh, it flicked over to the next one and it came up with something called Faraway Downs. Alex proceeds to go on this massive tangent. Faraway Downs is just Baz Luhrmann's Australia cut into a six-episode miniseries with extra scenes. Extra scenes? God, yep. the original was bad enough. Yep. And so now I'm pretty sure he's uh, trying to force everyone to watch that. Um, also, apparently Napoleon is dog shit. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Didn't even show the part where he like, ate pizza and ice cream. <laughs> God damn it. That's a Bill and Ted's reference. Uh, also go to Greenlight Comics. That'd be great. Yeah. Wow, do, do these that. kids get Bill and Ted references? <laughs> probably not. I got it. Yeah, probably got it. So we're cool. Um, I do a couple of things. One of them is Bad Game Arts over on Instagram. And lucky for you, I remembered minutes before the show went to wear. So I found some quickly and put them up. And this is what I came across. Brayden, Instagram.com backslash Bad Game Arts. What do we got there? Oh, yeah, this is my favorite one. What the hell is that? Man, they're so happy. They're so happy to be PlayStation. Wow. They're pointing right at that logo. Oh, they are too. Yep. They just wow. love their PlayStation. They love PlayStation. I don't understand what game this is. Oh, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, yeah. It's um skiing. This guy's this guy's timing how quickly these two can fall in love. No, no, they're skiing. skiing. They're skiers. Skiing. They're ski That is this is not a skiing game. It's a it? skiing game. Uh, this is a great one. It's Kiss and Kill. Uh, this is a condom simulator. So if oh. you ever wanted to be a, a wow. real life condom, you can play Kiss oh. and Kill. And be a condom. What year was this released? That's terrible. Why are those penises got teeth? No, the penises that angry go down the bottom. Yeah. Are those VDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, they might be VDs. Oh, my God. They're oh, STDs. Oh, I think you've cracked it. So it's an angry penis at the bottom. Wow. Covered by a lovable... I thought that was a labia, but it looks like a lovable condom being defended by the angry VDs that are trying to get make him sick. Wow. The depths. The depths. Wow. Of the um, also, there's also a guillotine. <laughs> Is that the boss? Well, I mean, you know, look, 
All I can say is any game that goes for two minutes is just no fun. <laughs> Unlike this game, Spud. 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 Um, that only moose in the looks, background. Is, Spud only looks like a kid's game. Yeah. Look at the moose in the background. This he is seeing like some shit. Your nightmare fuel. Spud stands head and shoulders above such games as Mist. <laughs> <laughs> just as good as Mist, Spud is. Was this developed by Philips? Well, it's probably for the CDI. Oh, okay. The most beautifully crafted graphic adventure game of the year. Yeah, look at the moose. This looks like look a bad trip on DMT. You guys remember the... You'd remember Reboot. Oh, yeah. It's that. It's awful. Yeah. The, Reboot was bad even back then. Yep. Even worse now. I don't know if you've watched it now. It's all... uh, Yeah, I can't watch Beast Wars anymore either. Yeah, it's bad CGI. Bad CGI. Oh, we, we know this fella. Yep. What anyway. Is that? Bad Game Arts. You can look at that by... If you head on over to hackthedino.com, I've got a link to Bad Game Arts. Or you can go on Instagram and follow us on Bad Game Arts, where um, Pac-Man grows feet and long legs and arms. The orange hair as well. Yeah, all right. We're not all soulless monsters. <laughs> Just that guy and me. <laughs> um, but I would like to thank our Patreons, because I always forget to do that. So thank you to Ash Knight. Thanks, Karen Knight. Thanks, Dylan the Villain, Triple Indie, Mike Towns, and Game Boy Dan. Game Boy Dan. But we'll be back with you real soon doing stuff that you like, I hope. Otherwise, you're a masochist watching this. Um, Zach, any last words to say to our wonderful friends over there in the internet land? Yes. Correct. Hey, Ben. Uh, yeah. I forgot to hit start recording. Sweet. <laughs> yes, good. Vod it is.